This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the National Biodiesel Board. Biodiesel supports more than $11 billion in economic activity and 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Environmental Protection Agency has launched a new website to add transparency to the renewable fuel standard. The new website provides information on prices and trading of renewable identification numbers, but the feature that got the most attention on Thursday was a table disclosing information about small refinery exemption petitions. According to the EPA, the agency has not declined a petition since the 2015 compliance year. A 2017 court case called on the EPA to be less stringent with what was necessary to receive a waiver and the Trump administration EPA appears to have done just that. In 2016 and 2017, the agency received a combined 54 SRE petitions. 48 were granted, and another six are still pending. 11 applications have been submitted for the 2018 compliance year, all of which are still pending. Biofuel groups say the additional information is appreciated, but they still want to know who received the waivers. EPA has stopped short of doing that, saying it violates confidential business information requirements. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue may be satisfied with expanded USDA authority over nutrition assistance waivers through a new farm bill, but some state welfare program leaders will want more. The issue of work requirements in federal nutrition programs has been one of the most contentious issues in this round of farm bill talks. Last week, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue told AgriPulse he thought giving USDA more authority over state waiver requests would mostly satisfy the administration's requests. We're asking both House and Senate to give us the authority to enforce the laws that have been on the books regarding uh, work requirements and SNAP for years, and that's really what we're doing. If they do that, we will, we will take action to, uh, uh, to do that. But some state welfare program leaders might not think that would go far enough. Jason Turner is the executive director of the Secretary's Innovation Group, an organization that brings together state labor officials in favor of work. He told reporters on Thursday the previous administration shows the need for legislative change. The administration placed no emphasis on expanding work. And so uh, I think for the purpose of uh, the legislation, we need to have a national policy in which uh, the expectations are uh, across the board. And then it's up to the states to implement it as their budget and their uh, authority permits. The House Farm Bill featured expanded work requirements for supplemental nutrition assistance program recipients, while the Senate bill largely left the provisions unchanged. Deputy Ag Secretary Steve Sensky spoke to a webinar of stakeholders concerned about the proposed move of two USDA agencies on Thursday. The department has proposed moving the Economic Research Service and National Institute of Food and Agriculture outside of Washington, D.C., which worries former leaders of the programs. Sensky told a group of digitally assembled interested parties that the department is still gathering input on the proposal. We do want to hear from the stakeholders. We do want to hear from the stakeholders from both NIFA as, we, as well as ERS. And, uh, and again, I know that we're very open to receiving that input and take th- this webinar today as well as some of the other meetings that we've had and more meetings that we're willing to have to get to receive that input as we examine these questions. Sensky said the move could offer savings that would then be used to further the agency's respective missions. You know, we do believe, again, that there are savings that can be achieved in terms of rent and personnel costs. Those are real savings uh, that are achieved and that can be uh, reinvested back into the agency to maintain a robust uh, program of work for both agencies. 
The proposed move would also shift ERS under the jurisdiction of the Office of the Chief Economist. Interested locations have until mid-October to submit proposals to USDA. Sensky said the department has already received dozens of inquiries and expressions of interest. Now, here's Jeff Nally with a word from our sponsor. Imagine turning soybean oil, used cooking oil, and waste animal fats into fuel so amazing it supports more than $11 billion in economic activity. That's biodiesel. An American-made fuel transporting goods across the country, heating homes, and driving our economy forward. Biodiesel, the American innovation driving more than 60,000 U.S. jobs. Visit americasadvancedbiofuel.com for more information. That's all for today's AgriPulse Drive Time. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.